Alright, so welcome to Average Adventuring Party, where the chance of being taken out by a flying farm animal is technically below the OSHA safety standard, but it's still unreasonably high. So this is, what, episode 7 now? Yeah. These guys had some some adventures last time, and we'll, uh, we'll go around the table and introduce ourselves, and then we'll have these guys tell us what we did. Hey, I'm Mike. Playing the uh, Minotaur monk Iacus. I'm Ray. I play the fox Suna. I'm Steve. I play the elven bard Galdrian. Hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm playing the elven rogue uh, Ardith. Sure, you're not playing the elven bard Ardith? <laughs> Don't make me hurt you. <laughs> I will stab you with a pencil. <laughs> eh, I've, I've had worse and liked it. Alright, so what did you guys do last time? Let's let's see how good your memories are. I almost died. Almost is a relative term. I was unconscious for quite a bit. Well we stayed at an inn and uh, they were t- there were cabbages that were adorable. Yeah, there were cabbages that were adorable. There were cultists that weren't so ador- adorable. Eh, they were kinda cute. Yeah. Uh, they they massacred the place. They were snake people. Uh, they were hunting us. And looking for our friend Arathus and the statue that he was carrying around with him. And note, he got away. <laughs> Either that or they seem to have perhaps found him, maybe. Who knows? We can assume the worst has happened because yeah. we know how things go. <laughs> but we ended up uh, agreeing to be taken into protective custody after we fought off the cultists and we managed to find out from Butcher after bringing him a big old dire goat that uh, there's a copper mine where he suspects that the cult may be uh, using it as a hideout. And we are uh, beginning our preparations to head out that way. We are still in uh, we are still in Overlook. Uh, We have not yet set out but uh, that is where we left off. Mm-hmm. Iokas did a thing he don't remember. I don't know what you're talking about. You I've your, always done that. You and your shiny belt don't know what I'm talking about. Absolutely not. I've always been shiny and belty. That's where we're going to pick up is Shannara making a, a run for some spell components. Telling you guys she'll be back in just a, just a minute. Um, it's probably, I think we said right around midday, maybe, because you, you guys took the morning off to go capture a dire goat. Mm-hmm. And is there anything you want to do before setting out? Um, Shinara, I know you're saying uh, you're going to go get some spell components, but uh, after, you know, bleeding liberally and uh, bleeding some more, and, and then bleeding some more, I was wondering, uh, do you have anything that would keep me from bleeding yeah, that's that's something I'm going to take care of. I just... I think I can make it on the way. Okay. Do you need any help getting any of that stuff? Because I am highly interested in not bleeding to death anymore. Maybe you should go with her. Protect her. If, if you have some spare money, I can pick up some extra. Uh, I feel like as a responsible adult who can provide for... A 
young, enterprising, elven woman of promising caliber, I should uh, accompany you, Shannara. He is well, really trying to suck up to you. I know. Well, seeing as how your father sent me, I think I'll escort. Okay. <laughs> I'm going that way, and she points towards that, that big tower. Okay. I will, uh... We're gently and unobtrusively... I mean, I'm just gonna step between Galdrian and Shannara, and, uh... Galdrian's so, just, like, looking at Iokis, like, what? Why, this, she's, she's this way, right? <laughs> She goes, and, and I want to reiterate, most of the buildings here are single story. There's a couple that are maybe two or three stories. This tower is the only thing that's like ten stories tall. And when she gets there, there's a stall with a rather bored-looking human lady sitting. Effectively, there's a, there's a stall in front of the doorway to this tower. And Shinara walks up, asks for a couple of things, and then walks back and says, If you have... I don't know, maybe 75 silver. Mm, Between the two see. of you. I mean, party funds, we should have that. Yes, I've got the party funds right here, so let's see. I've got 30 on my sheet plus what's on here, and that is uh, uh, 40, plus 40 ounces of silver, and then 13 ounces worth of, of pieces, and then, of course, we've got the, the gold. But we also have the three bags of small brown gems, which are... Uh, 30. Which are 30, so we can try to barter, barter some of that off. We also each got 25 apiece, and I got 15 for playing at the tavern. Because you gave me the other 15. Yeah, I gave you 15 as your share. Um, yeah, so Shannara is basically standing there with her hand out. <laughs> and he's doing, uh, to reference popular media, he's doing, they're doing a Izuku Midoriya from My Hero Academia. Like, all right, well, if I get this, oh, uh, uh, and we've yeah. got this and this and this. Yeah. And Shannara's just like, mm. So I will go ahead and... Uh, He's budgeting his checkbook. Yes, I'm balancing, balancing my proverbial checkbook, also making sure I don't cheese the system. I will go ahead and hand her... Uh, so that, that cancels that... I also have some, if, if we need any. I mean, are those big, big green eyes, uh, doing something for you? 30, uh, oh yeah, I've got a... Your fake knees. <laughs> so 30. Here's your hand out. So I've got 30 plus 30, so I'm able to give her, yeah, I'm able to give her, uh, 75. Oh, cool. I'll be right back. Uh, I'm used to saying no to my nieces because that's what they need. <laughs> that's what they niece. Yeah. Uh, she she comes back a few minutes later and she's got a rather small bundle of things. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "Hold on, I need to get this set up right." She just starts mixing various powders and pulls out a canteen of, of water and mixes that, and then she. Uh, like holds them up in between her thumb and forefinger, shakes them until, you know, particulates are floating in there, and then she concentrates and they begin to glow slightly. Then she repeats that with two more, and then she sticks those in bandolier across her chest and goes, "Okay, they should be ready by the time we get there." Okay. That's all I needed. Oh, all right. Well, I was just highly invested in that 
Your Uncle Moo doesn't like bleeding to death. Oh, yeah, this will help. Yeah, good, good, good. I think. Oh, so bandages are a thing? Eh, they, they are. I just like not bleeding, so I might think about that. Says the person who got stabbed cuddling somebody. It Wait, does what? happen. What's this thing? I like cuddles. Yes, but what's this part about getting stabbed? Bony elbows. What uh, What are you two doing while they're... Which is I'm say, keeping an eye on her. Yeah, Suna and Arda. Since she's the only one who worked over here and sharpening a knife. Did we go with them to the store? Not if he didn't want to. I mean, we can trail him. And just see what hijinks <laughs> ensue, because... We know these people. It's true. We were kind of slowly walking behind them to see what else we could see and find, and... Mm-hmm. So you, you pretty much stay a, a block behind and see see what I describe. At which point Shinara, you know, puts the things in her bandolier and then goes, well, that's all I needed, I'm ready. Galdrian, I have to say, I'm impressed. You at least proved that you could pay for one thing. So that's a good start. Uh, I just I just wanted to recognize where you did well for now. Just curious, what kind of relationship do you think is going on here? Oh, hey, there's Arbeth. Oh, hey, Ardith. Uh, he's supposed to be your employer. Yeah. And y'all are short on money. So I think he's a deadbeat employer. But he proved to me that he could pay for one thing, and he could afford a room. Uh, he didn't have to snuggle with anyone, so the, I mean... I mean, I'm not opposed to snuggling. You could have asked me, you know. I'm, a, I'm very offended that you didn't. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Shinara, it goes for all of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shinara walks up to uh, Ardith and kind of guides you to one of the stalls. Uh-huh. And uh, it's like, oh, hey, look at that. Look at, isn't that neat? And she passes you a, a little pouch that is full of money, clearly. <laughs> and she goes, just in case. I'm going to pocket it all discreetly. Yeah. It's uh, all kinds of little bits, but there's uh, 184 silver in there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this very quietly. Where did you get this? From Proud Scream and his guys. Oh yeah. Good job with that. Just in case somebody comes looking, I totally spent that money. Okay. How much was it again? 187. Okay. Okay, yeah. So if someone comes looking, you don't have it, you've never seen it. And they're never gonna find it. You got it. Unless they're dead. She looks at you guys again. Oh, here you go. And she hands you each one of those vials. Let me get the cards here. Oh, good. I was going to write it down. <laughs> you each have one adventure tier potion of healing. So let's talk about the way this is a lot of can. potions work. Potions, Cinder. I need your strongest potions. Uh, yeah. So the way potions of healing work is that they allow you to take a recovery, which you spend normally, and roll for normally. Then they give you a bonus. Uh, for Adventure tier, I believe it's... Uh, 1d8 HP. 1d8 additional HP, and then it has a cap. And the cap on this is 30. So no matter what you roll on your rally and your additional HP, you cannot gain more than 30 hit points. And this is just a limiting mechanic to keep high-level characters from farming yeah. low-level potions. 
if I'm like fourth level, I get 48 on the recovery roll. I could exceed 30 by itself. Correct. So it wouldn't be behoove me to use a potion then. And other potions work very similarly. Uh, one of the other potions, uh, just for your edification, that Shinara is able to replicate is the potion of energy resistance. So let's say she made a potion of resist fire. At Adventurer Tier, it only works against Adventurer Tier monsters. Anything that's 6th level to 8th level, and 8th level to 10th level, can just blow right through that, so it doesn't count against them. The tier system not only affects you guys as far as your power levels and things like that, but it also affects magic items. Mike, the the belt you got last session, is an Adventurer Tier item. Mm -hmm. The recovery, it grants you one additional recovery, in addition to the power it gives you. Mm Mm-hmm. At champion tier, if I were to give you that same item, it would be two, and then at epic tier, it would be three. Hmm. Uh, very similarly to the way D&D does damage, you know, plus one, plus two, plus three, those are the default bonuses for these types of things. So tier just doesn't apply to you guys and the monsters. It also applies to items. Cool. Shannara gives you each one of those vials and says, I'd wait like ten minutes. I don't know what it would do before then. And let's not find out. That's probably for the best. Galadrian uh, is going to smile very kindly and reach out and just kind of pat her on the top of the head. Not condescendingly or patronizingly, but like, I'm glad I brought you along. You brought her along. Yes, I, I chose to take both of you. And Mother chose to let her go. Yes, we, we, we came to that decision together. Uh-huh. <laughs> you think her yeah. mother ever involved you in the decision? That's hilarious. That is hilarious. It was a mutually uh, agreed upon. It decision. was not with you. <laughs> so you you've mutually been broken up with several times, haven't you? <laughs> no, I've usually been chased out. <laughs> That's impressive. Which Actually, is why he hired me oh. and Shinara. Yes, there's a there's a story behind that. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. why don't you uh, why don't you tell him along the way? Because you know we're burning daylight, and apparently that's a thing here. Yes. Uh, well, well, let's I've... head to the caves and let me hear about. I I look forward to. I anticipate the story about you getting run out of a town. All right. You are a bard. Tell your stories. So right. We'll start heading that way, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you guys walk out of town, sort of, as if you were going back out the to out the uh, the town down the mountain, and then you take a a sharp south off the the path. Uh, along the way, it starts getting very rocky, kind of like it, it was when you went north. Uh, you're starting to get back into the the frozen areas. Up on some of those rocks are goats. They don't pay you any mind. Who's got the field guide? I think I do. Maybe we should start looking through that? So about this story. Okay. There's... Were there pitchforks and fire? No, no, nothing like that. Actually, the uh, the people of the town are were very pleased with me because I eliminated a bandit problem for them. So they chased you out of town for that? No, no. It, it was not the people that chased me out. In fact, it was... Partially because of the people that I was able to escape unharmed. Okay. 
her her name was Adia, and she was she was beautiful as as you know women tend to be when when uh, they cause trouble like this. Oh, so it was the woman causing trouble. Well, uh, I I may have played a part in it as well um, through bad judgment, but you, uh, you slept with her, didn't you? Uh, to be fair, she told me that she was unwed, and I interpreted that to mean that she was thus available, and she uh, did not correct me. Therefore, when I followed her to her bedchamber, I did not realize that she was to be wed to the town magistrate, huh. and that... When he came home, he would catch us in the act, and that I would have to flee from her estate with not but a pair of boots to cover myself with. It's okay, though. The boots did an adequate job. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Galadrian you have gestures. awfully small feet, though. Galadrian gestures to his boots, which come up like just below his knee. says... Well, thank you for the compliment, Shinara. Well, I wasn't there. <laughs> yes, you felt, weren't. It just felt like something Ardith would say, so. <laughs> but it was at that point that I realized that, uh, that such indiscretions would prevent me from fulfilling my goals of helping people. In a very apt recognized uh, or apt realization. Fortunately, I haven't ever been to, had to be butt naked to make that one. So, we've reached the same conclusion. Much respect. While well, well, this is going on, <laughs> Suna, you're flipping through that guidebook. Uh-huh. What are you, what are you looking for? Um, <laughs> how to get there. Well, so, this is a hand-drawn map at, uh-huh. at the beginning of the notebook. Overlook is very clearly, very clearly circled. Uh-huh. So if you look at that map right there on the wall, uh-huh. it's to the that little corner in the top right. Uh-huh. That little circle to the the left of the shelf, that's overlook. And then all the way on the right side, there's a mountaineer guard post that goes back down the mountain. Uh-huh. And then straight south of that, there's a little dot. Yep. That that dot is. One of many dots, but it is the one that Charles has circled. So I'm trying to pay attention to the sun and the land and everything to try to figure our way out there. And also I'm looking for any type of um, prints in the ground, dirt, mm-hmm. besides goat. Besides goat? Uh, sounds like a good wisdom check if you have a background you'd like to apply to this. What kind of terrain are we in? You are... It is rocky tundra. So, think so of, I probably couldn't use my forest guardian. Probably not particularly relevant yeah, here. Yeah, no. Okay. So just wisdom. Mm-hmm. 17. 17. As these guys are going and, and tell it, Galdrian's telling his story... We'll say you're out front, and you're just, like, subtly leading them by by going any given 
given way around rocks and you know there's some some thin patches where the uh, the ice looks like it's traversable but you know probably collapse under the weight of Iacus alone <laughs> um, I'm a big boy yeah, you are. <laughs> and we'll say you get to. So, if you recall, anywhere inside the caldera, at any given point, if you look up, you can see the actual lip of the mountain, the lip of the crater that that goes up a couple hundred feet. As you start to approach that, you see there's this wooden. Uh, I wouldn't call it a. I guess it would be a facade, where it, it appears like a building, um, and it is outside of a cave. So imagine a very homey-looking wooden cabin that is just built into the side of the wall, but it's got, you know, a 30-foot cave entrance instead of at the actual interior of a house. As you get closer, you start seeing these big... You see a lot of footprints, like boot prints, and you see some goat prints, but you also see these big three-toed, like, clawed prints. Have I rec- do I recognize them? Do I, do I know what they are? No. No? no. Um, I'm going to look at Iacus's feet. Does it look anything similar? Do, does Iacus <laughs> have hooves? Yes. No. <laughs> no. No, I, I want you to, if you would, just imagine almost like a chicken's foot. Okay. Where it's got three long toes, but no back. But claw. no no back claw. They're pretty big. They're probably I don't know sixteen inches, eighteen inches from toe to to heel. Ostrich are bigger. Uh, probably about that size. Yeah. Headed to the cave or headed from the cave? Both. Both. Which one looks more recent? If you had to guess, probably going back to the cave. So, hey, Artis. Yes? Do you know how to check for traps? Do you have any rocks? I can throw rocks at it, the cave entrance or something. Maybe. Hmm? I can check for traps. You can check for traps because there's some footprints here that I don't know what they are. Yeah, I don't think I want to run into whatever made those I mean, I, I looked at Iacus' feet, but that didn't work. They're not his. <laughs> oh, no, honey, definitely not. Well, you know, just in case he's trying to lead us somewhere to take care of Galadrian and take you back home. Oh, he can try. Sonara says, I think he would be more overt. Oh. Yeah, that too. I don't do subtle. No, he don't. Okay. That's my job. Well, have you seen those footprints before? Have I? Sounds like an intelligence check to me. Would my time in the nomad lands apply? Um, either the deserts or my time in the centaur lands? Um, I would say probably nomad. Okay. Uh, your time in the desert. Alright. So intelligence mm-hmm. is two and nomad plus three, so plus five. That's a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Very nice. Uh, you have seen very similar creatures, uh, well, very similar prints of creatures, and if you you know squat down and take a look, like you can see, this thing is dragging a belly. Uh-huh. Um, you can make out the fact that it has 
like two sets of two, mm-hmm. and then another set very closely behind that. So there's six total legs, three sets of two. Um, you've seen some like very big lizards, okay? That that kind of tend to do that. Yeah, there's some uh, sand lizards uh, that are seen similar to this. Uh, if you look here, here, and here. That set of six is likely one set of footprints moving around. You see sand how they're all... Sand lizards in the tundra? Oh, I mean, not saying that it'd be a sand lizard, but you asked if I've ever seen anything that matches it. This thing would be fairly big size. Oh, those and snake on. people. You think it has something to do with them? Uh, probably not. I mean, it might be, although it is a reptile and they were reptilian, so... I don't think the snake person made this, but it could be similar. So, what would you have a 24? Uh-huh. 24? Um, you estimate this thing is probably somewhere in the 20 to 30 foot range, based okay. on size. I think this is like 20 or 30 feet large, based how deep that is and oh, how widely is sh- part they're spread. So. How big is the cave thingy? Um, so, from the ground to the top... Of, of the cave entrance is about 30 foot. So, oh. it's a, it's about as big as that cave. If they were wow. lengthwise, if you were going to put the tail to the nose, you could stand it up about that tall. Galadriel just sort of, uh, he was looking pretty confident at this point, up until this point. Uh, now he kind of just steps quietly in front of Ardith and Shannara with a hand on his rapier. Uh, just a little protectively. Do you well, want me to check for traps? I say I say traps first. We've well, I've seen. I can show them by the way. We saw bigger specimens in the desert, but we usually avoided those. And by usually, I mean, oh god, oh god, we stayed away from them. Well, we're not avoiding this one because we're going in because we're dumb. No, no. I don't know about the dumb part. We're not dumb. We're adventurous. Yeah, yeah there we go. Dumb. Apparently there we is need... a fine line, and usually we're back and forth across it. <laughs> we we need something in the as state. long as we win, we're heroic. And what makes you think we're gonna win? Oh, I didn't say we that. We could be martyrs. As long as we don't get end up getting stabbed to death because we tried to snuggle. <laughs> hey, I wasn't stabbed to death, and they were good the snuggles. <laughs> it's because you're snuggling with the wrong people. So you said you wanted to check for traps. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you just want to check the exterior, or do you actually want to head in? Um, probably. Well, I'm much. I want to check the ex- exterior here and like a, a few feet in. Okay. Right. So that sounds like a good wisdom check. Okay. I'm like, what am I rolling for this? And do you have a background you would like to apply? Uh, problematic growth for hire. Works for me. Okay. Cool. Oh shit! Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Uh, that's a total of eight. Definitely no traps I, here. I vote Jake. <laughs> goes first. So, so Ardith spends some time. Uh, you know, if you if you had to to set something here, you would you would make some kind of collapse. Mm-hmm. You know, this building appears to be pretty old and rugged. Like the wood on it is treated with something. It's not rotten in any way. As far as you can see, this is a cave that has been cut into the rock wall. So it's not... It seems unlikely to collapse at any point. But as far as you can tell, like, 
there's nothing set within the first couple of feet of the cave. Which you look in, and once you get out of the glare of the sun, you can see quite a ways inside. A lot of it, so like the floor is cut very evenly in places, so it looks like someone made a path on the inside. But it also looks like the walls to the sides have been chipped out. And so there's a lot of rocky debris like off of the path. Mm -hmm. So they're just huge piles of rocks. Um, you know, some of them are 10, 15 feet high, you know, definitely about that wide. So it's, it's really hard to get anything past that. And it continues for a ways before looking like it makes, we'll say a right down a hallway. Do we notice uh, scrapes or drags? Because you said outside I saw with the, the six-legged beast that it was dragging its stomach, probably not consistently, but uh, do uh, we see like clear patches of dirt or something that match the same type? I mean, of course we know it's probably coming in here, but... Yeah, I'll say Iacus and Suna, together, the two of you, you know, you put your heads together, and you can see where uh, some of that has been dragged in. Mm -hmm. uh, but it basically ends on the path. Okay. You know, maybe five feet in. Can, can I tell what type of wood that is that's on the door? From what tree or whatever? Yeah, it's probably some kind of evergreen. And you said that it was coated with something? Yeah, so think of your traditional log cabin style house, right? So where it's like the, the logs layered on each other. They are significantly darker than that wood should be. So, you know, like pine is a very light wood. These are not quite black, but it looks like they've been coated in something and then burned. So, you know, you go up to one, it's still very solid. We ain't getting any younger. Watch you your, didn't. Watch your step. I will uh, try and stealthily clip-clop my way into the cave. <laughs> uh, um, it's kind of difficult for you. Do you, do you wear shoes? No. no? I mean... Like, I mean, but, like, like horseshoes, correct. am I shoed? Yes. Okay. The floor here, so leading up to it, is very, like, mushy and uh, muddy. And you just hit a point maybe two or three feet past the cave entrance where, clop, clop, you hit actual stone. I mean, the pathway is basically clear all the way back down the hallway. Uh, quick, does anyone have any uh, any cloth or rags or bandages or anything? I, I have some wooden spoons you can use to dig the dirt out. I, I don't want spoons. I, I should have some cloths. Uh, okay, can I can I borrow some? Yep. Alright. I'm going to sit down at the beginning of the cave and try and wrap my hooves up mm -hmm. in cloth uh, to muffle the uh, clip cloth. Yeah. You can, you can mostly muffle it. You're still making a lot of noise, but it is significantly less than you were. Yeah. Uh, Shannara pulls out her knife and like goes to reach for a whip and thinks about it and is like, mm, probably not in an enclosed space. Uh, she switches the knife to her left hand and then shows Ardith that she pulls out one of her vials and turns it over and it has a little piece of paper wrapped around it where it's clearly labeled now. Uh -huh. She goes, I think I got it. And, you know, it's got basically just a color scratched <laughs> into it. So, uh -huh. What does it do? She shakes it up, and when she does, uh, you can see something like, think like Pop Rocks. Something inside is red and just like popping. And she goes, what do you think it does? 
Mm, okay. And um, plus, there's nothing to burn down here. And she she taps her heel on the, the floor and says, it's stone. us. Oh. So make well, sure you point that far away from us. That's okay? that's a problem for another day. You burn that bridge when we come to it? I'll burn Later. that bridge after we cross it. <laughs> no, how are we going to get out of here? No, no, it's a, it's a sick. A colloquialism, Suna, is when... Never mind, never mind. Don't burn anything for hey, us to hey, leave. Hey, guys, quiet, quiet. We're in a cave. So? Sound travels. So? Shh, 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 trust me. Shannara goes, it's like, oh, oops. Trust me. All right. Let's quietly make our way into this cave. If we all die, none of you are getting paid. He has a point. We'll take his share when he dies. So, so you're going to loot the Barty? The Barty? Yes. <laughs> we will loot the Barty. <laughs> that was intentional. Now there's a shirt idea. <laughs> loot. I'm sorry, honey. L-U-T-E. The Barty. We're getting paid for this? I haven't been. But... I thought we were just doing this to help Erethus. Yeah. And we are, but sometimes you get paid to do good deeds. By who? I don't know. I mean, we just found those dead guys and they paid us, so... Yeah. I offered Pretty you money, handy. Suna. You turned it down. We'll do we'll do the deed, and then we'll figure out who pays us for it later. That doesn't work in prostitution. No, it does oh. not. It's the other way around. Well, yeah. it's a good thing that uh, Ardith and I weren't a part of that guild. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the things we agree with Mom about. I'm not saying I wasn't. <laughs> She, she pats, you, <laughs> pats you on the shoulder. I don't want to know. <laughs> my, ten, my tender young years. Yeah, he might give you details. When, when Normally I would want to hear more, but uh, <laughs> with present company here, uh, I, I will ask that um, you desist. I'm going to shake my head and start walking down, but I'm going to use my staff and I'm going <laughs> to slam it down as I go and then look back at Iacus. So Suna gets maybe 30 or 40 feet down the <laughs> passageway before you can see like the rock wall above that hallway entrance all the way down there. And in probably 10 foot tall letters, just scratched into the rock itself, it just says, mine, here. And then an arrow pointing to that hallway. Right. Well... The element of surprise is gone, but let's still try <laughs> to be quiet, Suna. <laughs> uh, okay. Each of you give me a dexterity check. Can we apply any backgrounds, like spike check? Um, I would say anything relevant to perhaps sneaking or being silent, since that's what you guys are trying to do. And this is with uh, level, right? Correct. Every skill check is with level. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. Bit a bit. So me trying to protect my forest can go with the enchanted forest guard. Because uh, I try to sneak around and watch them. If, yeah, I'd say that's pretty relevant. 21. 21. Mm-hmm. 20. 20. 18. Mm-hmm. 23. Mm-hmm. What, what did you get? 21. 21. The bull is not as loud as the elf, <laughs> but he is a bard, so... <laughs> 18's good. So I know. So you got an 18? 20. 20? Okay. So what happens is as you guys start heading down that way, 
you start to hear stone creak. If you've ever heard like stone grinding against stone, when you look up, or rather when you look behind you, because it is coming from behind you, you see a set of stalagmites that are moving, or stalactites. Stalactites are the ceiling ones. No, the ones on the ground. Stalagmites. Stalagmites. I'm glad we clarified that, because 25 years after my my junior high geography class, I still haven't figured out which one Here's how. Might... The M is pointing up. Don't tell me this because I don't want to know. It, it'll butt out something useful. And pretty soon I'll forget how you Sticking guys heal. I'm like a Pokemon. I've got four slots, alright? There's also Tight pointing down. There's also another way. Stalag has a G in it. G stands for ground. Stalactite has a C in it. Stands for ceiling. There you go. Well, I the hope you're all you know. happy. I've forgotten how to poop now. <laughs> you'll remember. <laughs> and then you'll lose this. Oh, it's the circle of No, this strikes this, this strikes me as one of those useless things that will stay forever. Um, we'll find out. Because we're in a cave. Correct. So Was it stalagmite or tight? It is. <laughs> Damn it, I've already forgotten. <laughs> we win! But how do you poop? <laughs> no, no, that's that's still gone too. <laughs> Getting old sucks. So you see a group of stalagmites on the ground. Hey! Uh, start moving. Uh, those of you who got 20 or higher. Oh. Ah. It just occurred to me that I have a thing, but... Yeah, so there's this gigantic rocky lizard. It's a belly dragger. Think like a crocodile. Um, it has a very blunt, short nose. It has that... You've seen what the guys from the previous night had where it has a horn on its nose mm-hmm. and it has two fangs coming out of its mouth. I want to punch it. The, th- the three of you see that it starts to open it, its eyes and when it does, they are glowing this, um, we'll say dull orange. The three of you recognize it as a basilisk. Mm-hmm. Which is to say... Don't look it in the eyes. Don't look it in the eyes. Can I grab the dumb bard? Yeah, I'll I'll say you can you can grab Galdrian and Shannara. Yeah, what she roll? She is reliant upon you guys to help. I'm I'm basically giving you all a passive bonus to your rolls because of her. Cool. So I'm gonna draw out a map this time because I didn't, and I feel we really suffered in the cultist fight. Yeah, because um, like, where is everybody? Which is the hallway and what's the also, room? Um, what? Penalties do we take for fighting with our eyes closed? I will get into that. Cool. Uh, this is the entrance, right? And it goes straight like it's been cut for a while. And then it kind of does like that, where it's been chipped out on both sides. So this basilisk is there. And then if you want to place yourself somewhere at this end of the combat. And then I need one for Shinara. Oh, that's not there. All right, Dice. You listen here. (laughs) Stop fucking me over. Too late. So, Shinara is with you guys. Um, let me get this super cool initiative pad. Have you note? That is a seven. No, that is a one. My pep talk did not work. 
so this basilisk has rolled initiative. Shannara needs to roll initiative, which is pretty good. Uh, Galdrian, what you got? That is a 14. 14. Iacus. 11. All right, Ardith. 18. And Shannara. Oh, no, uh, Suna. Suna. <laughs> 24. Damn. Damn, so took a new improved initiative, and my dice are like, no. Yeah. Betrayal. <laughs> All right. Betrayal. Suna. Uh, Shannara. Ardith. Galdrian. Super Monk. Not so super. That's okay, it just means that you won't be like charging in ahead and getting wiped out. He has one thing. <laughs> he so has a job. Our order is Suna, Shinara, Ardith, Galdrian, Iocus, and this basilisk, which is what? appropriate because it is mostly made of rock. Fair enough. Oh, fun. So, what kind of terrain is this? It's a cave. I got that. Anything so, else? you are still technically in a mountain, in the ice. And technically a volcano. Do we have our dailies back? You do not have your dailies back. So I only got one more. Yeah, we only took a like a half rest yes. theoretically. You do have your hit points back yeah. from the last session. But not our recoveries. But not your recoveries. Also not your dailies. Alright, so Mike, you asked what are the penalties you take for attacking with your eyes closed? Yes. It has a floating resistance against your damage because you are attacking at a penalty. Uh, which is to say, and I'll explain this now because it's bound to come up in the future. So specifically, if you don't roll above a certain amount, you deal half damage to it. If you choose to attack with your eyes open, you can ignore that, but uh, it gets a stare attack against you. So it's not uh, like an attack roll penalty. It is, it is harder to hit because you are less likely to hit something vital. What about if you attack from behind? Attack from behind. Like, does it still get the stare attack? Yes. Okay. So uh, it, we're, like, we're assuming like a crocodile. Correct. Kind of like, thing. there's there's Crocodilian. no. Everyone is considered to be like aware of all the space around them, unless they're not. Cool. Uh, there are some enemies that very specifically say like. They have this thing, unless they're being flanked, you know, or, or not being flanked, uh, being attacked by multiple enemies, that kind of thing. I'll, I'll explain that now. Typically, I won't explain monster stats mm -hmm. to you guys for a fight, but since this is the first time this kind of thing has come up, that's that's how it works. Just so nobody calls foul. Will you be doing those calculations, basically? Yeah, well, so when you attack, you need to tell me what your natural roll is. Yeah. And it is either full damage or half damage. Uh, Suna, you are up. This thing uncoils itself from around the rocks that it was, and its eyes are opening. You recognize it for what it is, a basilisk. And it pushes itself up. It's probably about Iacus's height. Uh, and it is probably, again, about 30, 25, 30 feet long. So it towers over you. Is this considered a large creature? This is... Because it affects one of my abilities. A large creature, yes. <laughs> so I'm going to do ripping vines at it. 
And is this an at will? Okay. Seven? Seven total? <laughs> versus I got a two on the die. Uh, oh no. Versus PD. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> Does it do anything on a miss? Nope. No? Suna starts to call these her vines out of the air. There's just not enough natural vegetation here for it to to, to go into effect. So, for the first time in a long time, nature is not responding to your command. Is there anything else you would like to do? I can't. So I can no. move. You oh, could, I can move. You can still move. Do you have any quick actions? Um, not that I want to... Oh, no. My shield is a daily, so I can't do my shield. And nobody's hurt that I need to do the soothing... Oh, yes, I want to do the soothing forest. Mm. That's my quick action. So, everybody gains um, five plus my wisdom modifier, so nine hit points. Temporary hit points. Yeah, temporary hit points. Nine Nine TP. Temporary points. Nine toilet paper points. Yes. For my bone call. Shannara is going to ignore Ardith's advice about careful bomb placement hand over her face is going to just huck one of these uh, these vials at said basilisk. Careful, careful, careful. And that is a 20. <laughs> Yay! Maybe it won't blow up and die. So it's going to do 8 damage. And since uh, she, I am also giving her incremental advances, her, incre- her newest incremental advance is that she gets to select which vial she throws instead of it being a random effect. Uh, she is throwing... Her uh, reconstituted Rimmerha's lymph node, and the target takes three ongoing fire damage. Nice. nice. Ah, fire bad. <laughs> it hits the basilisk, and the cave was particularly dark uh, off in the shadow where this is, and now there is just fire everywhere, and it is well lit. And there's only one basilisk. And there is only one that you can see. Uh, and Shinara. Just goes, did I hit it? Did I hit it? And this thing starts roaring in, in pain and, and anger. I think so. I think so. Oh, good. You get another head pat, assuming we survive. Uh, that's not my, that's not her head. Yeah, Shannara is going to yell out, reloading, and run over here behind one of these uh, stalagmites, one of these rock piles. And start rifling through her things to grab another vial. Ardith. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my quick action to cast Dark Shroud on it. Okay. So what does Dark Shroud do? Um, target has disadvantage on the next attack roll. Mm-hmm. And if I make a melee ranged attack against it, I can use my sneak attack on it. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> that's a three on the die. Plus three. <laughs> it's only a six. Uh, and if I miss, nothing happens. A six versus... Uh, MD? It does not... Yeah, I didn't think so. Hit. Uh, do I lose that uh, encounter? Ah. Unless it says otherwise, you expend it. Okay. It just it says nothing on a miss. Yeah. Like, there's a dash, and that's it. Yeah, so... Okay. If it doesn't have an effect on a miss, it 
just goes off and you expend it. Okay, just making sure. Okay, since that was a quick action, we're going to throw a knife at it. All right. It's a 12 on the die. Mm-hmm. Plus 5, which is 17. 17 total. Versus AC? Yes. It hits it and bounces off. Or at least, as far as you can hear, it hits mm-hmm. it and bounces off. Uh, it, okay, still, like, yeah, it still sounds like it's coming y'all's way. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Nope, I'm good. All right. Galdrian. All right. So first thing Galdrian's going to do is start singing his song of heroes. Plus one. Two attack rolls for everyone. I like the lyrics to this song. Yes. <laughs> uh, there are, they are in ancient elven. And then going to use a close quarters spell, even though I'm not engaged with the target. Mm-hmm. This is Pounding Voice. Uh, this is uh, targeting one nearby enemy, targeting the basilisk. Uh, charisma plus level versus physical defense. That is a 23 versus physical defense. That is a hit. And then it is going to do 3d6 plus charisma thunder damage. Mm-hmm. Five. Three plus one, so that is nine plus four, so that's thirteen thunder damage. And until the end of the battle, when I use a battle cry, the target takes one d6 psychic damage. Your spell goes off, whereas Ardith's knife you heard it like hit and you know sprung, go off somewhere and, and hit a, a rock wall. Your magic seems to have affected this thing fully and it lets out an even bigger roar of pain which actually starts the walls to shaking it did not seem to enjoy that I I work into the lyrics of my song as I'm singing no shit alright is there anything else you want to do uh, there's a quick action I'm, I'm going to go ahead and move uh, just a intersperse myself between it and Shinara mm-hmm. just in case it decides to start going after her. Alright. Iokis. Uh, Alright. Your your hooves now make no sound because it is covered up by a roaring basilisk. Excellent. Well, sneak attack, bitches! Uh, wait. Uh, I'm going to begin with the dance of the mantis uh, and do a springing mantis strike. So I am going to move and attack at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be. See a minotaur running with his head down? Yes. I mean, that's pretty much how you see minotaurs (laughs) running anyway. Yeah. Um, It is. 14 uh, versus AC, so nothing. It's a 10 on the die. Yep, 14 versus AC. You, you, You bring your fist in for a hit, and it just right against stone. Just one. Fifteen. Fifteen also does not hit. (laughs) Did not expect so. I can... Okay, that's all I'm going to do right now. I did expend my greeting fist on him, Mm -hmm. um, even though I missed, so... Does it go off on a miss as well? No, it, it... if you attack and you miss, mm-hmm. it expends the greeting fist because that's the first time I'm attacking them. Okay. 
Um, but it you, is not a hit. Do you still do the one damage for the miss? Uh, no, this this particular form um, has nothing that happens on a miss. Okay. okay. This thing is going to move past Iacus. So go ahead Sorry. and make me an attack of opportunity. Oh, oh, that was a 20, you bastard. It's a miss. It's a miss? No. Alright. <laughs> so you go to hit this thing as it moves past you. And it is so gigantic. It is going to make an attack against Ardith, Galdrian, and Iacus. Okay. So this is one attack roll against the three of you. That is a 19 versus AC. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you each take eight damage as it just slams around and... Remember the temporary hit points? We'll say the three of you probably realize at any given point like it's trying to knock you around in such a way that it can reach around and bite you. Don't let it do a reach around! Or do. (laughs) Can't tell you how to live your life. Battle advice from the bull. <laughs> All right. It is now round two. The escalation die is officially won. Yay! Suna, you're up. How high up is the ceiling if I were to look up? Um, Not it, at it. So if you look up... <laughs> That's fine. Uh, if you look up, there's another one on the ceiling. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. Uh, if you look up, it appears much in the same way that the sides of this cavern have been chipped out. The ceiling has been cut up. It's probably 40 or 50 feet. So it is It is significantly taller than the entryway. Okay. I'm going to use my last daily. And it's not a healing, so y'all are out of luck. Don't get hurt. <laughs> not about that. <laughs> um, I got a potion. So I'm going to do spider climb. Till the end of the battle, or for five minutes, I can climb up surfaces and stick to ceilings as if I was a spider. I can fight and cast spells normally while climbing around all spider style. Okay. So, I'm going to give you this for free. Uh-oh. Not a good idea? Just because I really don't want to catch any shit for it. So the reason you don't stare at a basilisk is because they turn you to stone. Yes. And what does stone do when you drop it from great heights? Break. So I'm but not... I'm not going to stare at it. Yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you do get caught in a, in a stare. Okay. Things have never I'm gone wrong it. before. I'm not, not, I'm not telling you how to live your life. But I am telling you that perhaps you have not considered the realities of this combat. And it is very... Um, it's likely you're it, going to get stoned out of your mind. It is, very na- it is very naive of you to assume <laughs> that there is only one way this thing can apply stone. Okay, nope, I'm going to try my ripping vines again. Okay. Nature's going to listen to me. Yep. Come on, dice. Just like my light dice listen to me. You get a plus two because of the escalation night and because of me. Fucking A! So what's your total? Ten. No, I'm sorry. Against mental defense? (laughs) Against physical defense? Yes. Does not get through. Okay, both of y'all are in jail. Two, two dice have been sitting to the fuck off. Game. Yes. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? I'm gonna move over by Shannara. 
Right, you're gonna take cover with her behind <laughs> behind, <laughs> a, behind a pile of rock. rocks. All right. <laughs> All right, Artith. This thing just basically did a wide thrashing circle and smacked all of y'all. Mm-hmm. And Suna appears to be having some difficulty with her magics in this cave. <laughs> she just can't get her rocks up. <laughs> it's not close enough to be um, engaged with anybody, right? No. Okay. Uh, I didn't think so. So it, it is attacking. It's atta- Its physical attack is nearby targets. Okay. Because so, it's so big. So yes, engaged or no? Technically, no. Okay. It's engaging us, but we're not engaging it. It is, it is not engaging you. It just okay. has an effect that allows it to reach you. Okay. Okay. Not be checking for you know sneak attack things. I'll get engaged with it soon. <laughs> I like big lizards. Just don't cuddle it, okay? Oh, I'm gonna cuddle it. Okay. By cuddle, I mean wrestle and grapple and uh, let us through its throat. Last person who tried to cut a guy's throat slit. Ha ha ha. Yeah. He got what was coming to him. Okay. We're going to try this for the first time. I'm going to move into the damn thing. All and right. I'm going to use evasive strike. All right. So what does evasive strike do? Uh, if I hit, um, I'll, I'll pop free from the target. Okay. It doesn't get an opportunity to attack on me. Okay. Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's probably going to... It's an eight on the die, so... Fifteen. Fifteen? Fifteen mm-hmm. does not hit. I didn't think so. So you, you lead in, go to stab it, and it is just like stabbing a rock wall. Misses don't do anything. Uh, like when they have, say, you get one. So how does... Does evasive strike, is it its own power? Or yeah. does it say make a, ma- a basic attack? Um, I, didn't, I wrote down as a melee power. Okay, I so... Think is, like yeah. one of mine has an ability that always happens, mm-hmm. and then if you hit, it does other things. So Correct. That's yeah. Well, a lot of powers are like make a basic attack plus this thing, yeah. and basic yeah. attacks always do your level in yeah, damage on a miss. So I think it's a, it's an attack on its own. Okay. Let me scroll. You can't scroll. You're not the wizard. Ha <laughs> ha. Looks like she's the super scroll. <laughs> oh, on its turn, I forgot to give it ongoing damage. Oh, joy. And I forgot to save for oh, ongoing damage. It takes damage. ongoing damage. Uh, yes, it does not save. Yay. 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 Burn, baby, burn. Do reptiles do better against fire or ice? Uh, they're warm-blooded, so they like hot climates. Uh, they don't do so well against oh. cold climates. Although we are in a frozen tundra mountain, so standard rules may not apply. Uh, Let's just say for the moment that it does not, and then you can look it up, and we can correct if. So is there anything else aside from moving in and stabbing this? Nope, I don't have anything else to do. Alright. I only have one quick action, it's gone. Galdrian. It's a melee attack. So it does hit on them. It does do your damage. damage equal to level. So it takes... One additional damage. We'll wear it down. And the knife throw I did beforehand did, was just a ma- this range attack. Yeah, and you. And it does. A, well, uh, okay, so. She, yeah, because yeah. rogues do do a. Um, so. Is flanking a, a thing that I. No. Know? Okay. I so there are so. abilities that trigger based on, like, allies being engaged, but 
I mean, if you like actual, to come closer. Actual physical positioning is not a... There is a thing I can do to help uh, Ardith. So, let's see if I want to... If I can... He, uh, he cuts a G into Ardith's ass to make her mad enough to fight this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not actually going to move. Uh, haha! We're going to do Power Cord. Close quarters spell, even though I'm not technically engaged with it. Uh, charisma plus level versus mental defense. Mm-hmm. Or actually, uh, rolling to sustain uh, sustain the song. 11 up. So first, roll for your elf ability. Oh yeah, I gotta roll for the... For, uh, need a 1 or lower. A 1. Nope, that's a 4. Okay. Uh, Sustaining the song? Does, does not sustain... So, plus one goes away, but I do get to turn it into a plus two for someone, and I'm going to turn that into a plus two for Iacus. Okay. So, your next attack gets a plus two. Noted. The uh, spell I'm doing is Power Cord. It is Charisma plus level versus Mental Defense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is... Plus, I no longer have my plus one, but I do have that plus one, mm -hmm. plus five, so fourteen versus mental defense. Fourteen versus mental defense does not hit. Dang. So I Is anything on a miss. Damage equal to my level. So your uh, your power cord goes off. Uh, it is uh, psychic damage. All right. It basically closes its eyes for a second and hunkers down and most of that power just washes over it. And then I'm going to go ahead and move over here to get out of its way. Get out of its way? Yeah. Iocus. Are there such a thing as called shots in this system? Mm, well, there are... Like, targeted shots? Like, if I want to target its eyes? There are abilities that give you those effects. Okay, alright. Cool. Not... not like well, you can't tack it on as a rider to a normal attack. Okay, no worries. I just that hadn't come up, so mm -hmm. I was curious. Um, so I'm going to continue the dance of the mantis. I'm moving up, and I'm going to do the pincer world's shut, getting plus seven on this roll. Nineteen against AC. Nineteen total. Total. Is that including this plus your plus two? Yes. Okay. Nineteen does not hit. Ah. <sighs> Uh, miss. He'll still take half damage. Okay. Um, so, I get, because he's a large, I get kick damage plus my strength. So, kick is a d10. And what did you roll on the die? Uh, 12. So he's going to take a quarter damage function. Okay. <laughs> 2 plus 5. So... One damage. <laughs> yep, he'll take one damage. Does it round up or down? It rounds down. One damage. So. We are not doing so hard. I um. Yeah. Functionally, I build balanced encounters, but I think I'm going to have to start taking those <laughs> dice rolls into yeah, account. Yeah, you, you really do because this is two full rounds, even with the escalation die, where we're like, we can't hit anything. Good <laughs> stuff. We just can't damage it. I can't hit. I so. can't hit anything. <laughs> right. like, so is there anything else you'd like to do? No, no, I shut that. I'm just going to stand? Um, actually, you know what? No. I am going to spend a key point. I don't know if it will 
affect it or not. I'm at a 19. I am going to spend a key point to change the natural roll from a 12 to a 13, bringing the AC up to 20. 20 does not hit. Okay. Does 13, does it still take half damage yes. on 13? Okay. Well, that's one key point. Uh, this thing, as you guys have seen, is particularly resistant to physical attacks. It is going to begin thrashing around again. I think it's going to target the same three of you guys, which is to say Ardith, Iokis, and Galdrian. Oof. That is a 10 versus AC. No. no. So it's big enough and loud enough that you guys can hear it when it's kind of preparing to, to start thrashing around. Uh, and you get out of the way. It is now round three. The escalation die is a two. Suna, you're up. Me. Yeah, so you and Shinara are hunkered down behind these rocks. She's got a vial in her hands and a knife in her other hand. And she's kind of like, she looks like she's psyching herself up to get ready. And it is your turn. Since the Earth doesn't want to listen to me, I'm going to try water and do ice shards. Okay. But I'm going to kind of step out from behind the rock. All right. And just kind of sh- shoot and hope I hit it. Okay. Does ice shards have the possibility of targeting your teammate? Does not say. Okay. There, there are some druid powers that do. I'm just confirming. So there's one D3 nearby enemies. There is one enemy. I, I know. So we can skip the D3. 16? So is that... Oh, wait. 17, 18. 18? Versus? PD. That hits. Oh, oh! Oh my gosh. Not that I do that much damage with this, but... And you think that's bigger than a 1? 4. Is it just 1, one, one D6? D6? Oh, plus my wisdom. Which is 3. So, 4. four. So, 8. 8 damage. Very nice. 8 cold damage. Yay! Suna steps out. Eyes... Uh, covered by her hands and just the the temperature in this room begins to fall rapidly as this creature is pelted with ice pelted with just gigantic spears made out of ice Shannara uh, is there anything else you would like to do? That was a we'll say that's part of your standard you still have a move and a quick um is anybody staggered? no no uh. no Oh, yeah. The Basilisk is. No. I don't want to help him. I forgot. Uh, Oh, he is staggered? He just got staggered. Oh. Thank you, Suna. Hi. (laughs) Okay. Sign after Shannara. (laughs) We're slowly chipping away at it. Then she's like, See, that that, that does feel balanced then because it doesn't have that much health. It doesn't take that much first step. Yeah, so so a primary, uh, just as an aside out of combat here, uh, a primary design philosophy for 13th age is one of the major problems with 4th edition was monster hit point bloat where you'd end up with like 10th level monsters with 500 hit points and you'd just have to hit it and hit it and fucking hit it and hit it and hit it and then you know you'd burn all your dailies you'd burn all your encounters and then at the end the last like three quarters of its hit points you're going through with that will is going six damage four damage three damage and this really removes that aspect so it makes monsters more offensive and there are some defensive monsters, but the, the design philosophy behind it is make it a more credible threat, but easier to take down. See, the cultists felt very, very tanky, though. 
Like a, a lot of that was because they were not grouped up. Uh, well, they were very tanky, and they did a lot of offensive damage. So, yeah. like that's that's where we're seeing the. You, so you say the great thing about Thirteenth Age is very offensive, but less hit point blow. We see it with this one. Yeah, the, didn't feel that last game. But the dice betrayed us. Yeah, yeah. The, the dice also. Well, they're also betraying us this time too. To be fair. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Shinara. Shinara, uh, Suna, was there anything else you wanted to do? No. Right, Shinara is going to go, oh, that's a good idea. And she switches out the vial that uh, she's going to throw. And she's going to throw a green vial. That is a 17 versus PD, which does not hit. Vial goes, like, flipping over this thing she aimed really high, and it shatters against a wall. And you guys hear something just start eating through rock. And she's going to go, whoops, and duck back down behind her little rock pile. You couldn't hit the broadside of a barn? What the heck? I thought your mother taught you better than that. She's you try throwing something blind. Yeah, she's going to say, at <laughs> least I hit it. I hit it too? Artith. Okay. I was going to do something very stupid, but... I was. <laughs> like you guys haven't already. Yeah, well, I mean, I almost did. I, I was going to do a spell on it, but, um... Is it still taking ongoing damage? It is. Yeah. But it's not its turn yet. I know, I, I was just... Yeah. I was just that means it's still on fire, right? Correct. Yeah. Should you be taking pictures of the battlefield? Uh... Are you done with that? I think I'm done with that until we can get a better setup for this. Okay. Rolling a stab. No. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Also, Galdrian... Uh, <laughs> I need to remind you, you do have inspiration that you can be handing out. Yeah, but it's a quick action. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a quick action to attempt to sustain the song. Ah, uh, I see. And so, I'm going to try to uh, add that up. Yep, so you try to stab it. Uh, this thing doesn't have very many weak points, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just going to stay right there. You're just going to stay with it? Yeah. Trying to jump in and, and back as this thing is... I mean, it, hasn't, you, it hasn't done... I'm engaged with it. Does that give you any bonus? I have to hit it. Oh. <laughs> and then I can stab with, with sneak attack. Yeah, so... I have to hit the damn thing first. Yeah, Ardith comes in and just like shank, 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 and just keeps trying to hit it, and you probably put a couple of chips into your dagger. I think uh, I've got lots of them. Oh, yeah. Galdrian. All right. Uh, Galdrian is going to... This thing's still on fire, right? Yes. yes. Fire casts light, and Correct. light on something casts a shadow. Correct. He's going to try to use that to his advantage, and I'm going to make the case that even though he is going to be attacking it blind, he's going to use the shadow to his advantage to try to get a better feel for where it's at. I'd say that's reasonable. So, before you do that, roll for Elvin Grace. Elvin Grace. One, it goes off. So you got an extra standard action. So extra standard action. Uh, Quick action, in case it comes up, he's going to go ahead and give uh, Ardith inspiration. Sweet. Use it even if you don't think you're going to need it. Oh, I'm going to. I can do so much stuff to it if I can hit it. And he's he's going to take his rapier and and just look looking at the shadows and just thrust it behind him where he suspects that it's 
kind of thrusting upward, like with a low pose to try to get underneath its armor. Okay. And that is a. And that's okay. That if it's not gonna hit because uh, uh, that's not what I was going for. Nine plus two plus four. So that's a thirteen, which does not hit. That's okay though because it sets off a battle cry. Oh uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't set off a battle cry. But hopefully Wait, this next one. Nine it, plus two plus four. Nine plus two plus four is fifteen. 15 but that still won't. Still hit does it. not hit. Twenty okay. didn't hit it. So that, however, is a. 16 on the die. Mm. 16 plus 2. two. 18 plus... What's the... Is it dex for a break? Dex. 18 mm. plus... 18... 16 plus 6. 22. 22? Yeah. Does not hit it. That's okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> That time, it does set off a battle cry. And that battle cry is going to be pull it together. Even though it doesn't uh, set off a... Uh, even though none of us need to heal using a recovery. Mm -hmm. It just says one nearby ally can heal using a recovery. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take 1d6 psychic damage. Mm -hmm. That beautiful D6. Six. Alright. So who are you giving said recovery to? I'm going to give it to Shannara. Uh, okay, I'm going to give it actually damaged. Is anyone actually damaged? Are you actually damaged, I guess? Um, no. But yeah. Oh, okay. No, but yeah? <laughs> no, but yeah? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Iacus since he's up close with it. So... I perform a recovery. I is it it's, it's, not recovery? The, it's not the rally. Okay. It's not a rally. Right. Never yeah, it's not a then rally. whoever needs yeah. it. No one needs no it because none of it. us have actually lost. Then it doesn't matter. I, I so. keep on mixing those up. I'm yep. sorry. So no, that's all good. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going to give it to Shinara. Okay. Because she is, she is infused with your your golden energy. Yes. But does not need it. Yes, but does not need. It. He's familiar with that. <laughs> Iacus. Alright. I'm going to try a precise mantis kick on it. So, the thing about the precise mantis kick, I get the dex and level, uh, as per normal, but I also get plus two, plus the escalation dice. Mm -hmm. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight. Adding eight to this. Ten. Does a ten hit? A ten does not hit. Actually, no! That's perfect. Uh, Monk has the ability to always be two-weapon fighting. If you roll a two, you get to re-roll your attack roll. Correct. So. <laughs> fuck me! Does a nine hit? Nope. Oh my God. I botch. Luckily, nothing happens to you on a botch. On... <laughs> On a natural odd met, uh, miss, he takes one damage. A damage is a damage is a damage. Fucking hell. Two! Yes! Huzzah! Let's do worse. <laughs> Alright. Uh, do you want to try to get out of there or do anything else? No, no. I'm, I'm staying no, right good? there. Yeah. Alright. Ongoing fire damage. It takes a little ongoing fire damage. 
it's going to try and hit all three of you again. And it's going to try a little something special. Does a 16 hit any of your ACs? Yes. No. Yes. So you two take eight points of damage. No. no. So yeah, it's just going to continue this thrashing about, and it has you right where it wants you. <laughs> and then it's going to save against that ongoing and save. All the fire it is now round four. The escalation die is three. Hey. Suna. Suna, Suna, Suna. Can't hit a fucking thing. Remember, you exist to be hit, not to do the hitting. No. <laughs> I'm going to try the ice shards again since I did so well. Okay. I can't even be hit. <laughs> 24. Versus? PD. That is a hit. Seven cold damage. Seven? No, six. More of uh, Suna pops up, holds out her hands, and more of these these uh, just jagged pieces of ice pelt this creature. That seems to be working uh, super effectively, by the way, Suna. Okay. Um... And then, for my last daily, mm-hmm. are either of you staggered that got hit? No. No? no okay, then never mind. No, really. I will not use my last daily yet. Yeah. It's the first time it actually managed to do real damage. Okay. And even then. Okay, you good? I'm good. Shinara, she's got two, two files in her hands. You can do it! Is, is going to like look in between them and go, uh. Cold! Cold! Put, put him back, grab her whip, and try to pop this thing in the face. Good luck! Don't hit your sister! <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh no. Uh, that is. Oh. A miss. So her whip cracks against this thing's hide and some dust gets thrown off but doesn't actually. Uh, do anything. Shinara, like, turns her back, squats down next to Suna and goes, I don't think I like that. Oh, I don't think so either. Don't you have any cold potions? The finer points of alchemy aside, you know what, we're not going to get into it right now. That's a conversation for other times. Okay. Ardith. Don't you have any more fire potions? Don't you have any more big spells? I mean... Listen here. You, you, you three here bickering on the other <laughs> side of that rock. I'm just sitting here like, oh, uh, 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 I just want to hit the damn thing. <laughs> children, children, stop fighting. Okay, dear God, please let this roll something with double digits. Okay, between the two dice, we have a 12. Mm-hmm. Plus 5, plus 3. 20? So... So yeah, I know 20. 20 doesn't hit. No. Versus AC? Yeah. Versus AC? No. What? They hit something! <laughs> <laughs> that was the most peaking we've ever had. Sorry. Co- comes from the quietest person in the group. Galdrian. Alright. Ardith is getting just frustrated. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter that my crit range is 18 20 now, right? What did you that, roll? Oh, it's, it's a natural. natural. It's a yeah, natural, it's, yeah. 
So. Oh. Uh, okay. Double digits. Come on. Yeah, we'll say like at this point, Artith has probably gone through two knives. You still do the one damage to it, though, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Galdrian so has no more spells left. That's that's one of the big things. Is that like the spells having no more having spells that you can only use once per battle. Well, to be fair, y'all also just came out, uh, technically, out of a major encounter last night without resting. Yeah. I don't know, like, I don't have any dailies. Like, all my stuff recharges after a ah, I once per battle. Yeah. That's uh, alright. As you level, you'll get more spell slots. So. so, I'm going, this time I'm going to go ahead and try to sw- swing at it again and just, uh, I can't use that, that Song of Heroes again, so, uh, quick action, Bardic Inspiration to... Suna. Did you do your Elvison? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do the Elv- inspiration. Elvis impersonation? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Elvis impersonation. Hey, that's a one, so I, it does go off. So I get to do two standard actions. Uh, so Bardic Inspiration, quick action to... I've got two of them left for today. You got the card? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this time, this time I don't... It's not on fire anymore, so I don't have... I would not be able to see it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go ahead and just try to shank it again. Hopefully get a battle cry going. <laughs> I just get like, bloop! Uh, that's okay. Uh, 15 on the die, plus, uh, plus 4, plus 3. Yes, so, so 22. So, so 22 versus AC. 15. Fifteen on the die plus five, plus uh, plus four for Dex. So that's nineteen plus three. Twenty-two. Twenty-two does not hit. That's okay. <laughs> um, because that's going to trigger pull it together. Battle cry takes D six damage, mm-hmm. and Ardith is going to get to be able to use a recovery. Cool. And it takes one psychic damage. <laughs> See, what I what I like about this plus the one damage for me missing. What I like about this is that this is the most Galdrian plan ever, which is to fail forward. Yeah. Uh, so, would you like to spend a recovery? Yeah, sure. Because if this thing thrashes again, it might get bad. Okay. Uh, plus your con con. So fine. Can I use your recovery for that? Yes. Okay. All right, Iokis, you've hmm. just been... Oh, wait, I I'm still sorry. Have one, oh, you still, gotta... still got one more standard action, which I'm Oh, that's right, that's right. ...on an attack. And, and Galdrin is going to yell, Why won't you die already? And and take his rapier and just... Stab, stab, stab. I, I really want you to end up with, like, the accordion rapier. <laughs> <laughs> Magic item, accordion rapier. <laughs> 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 In the middle of this combat, Galder is like, "Oh no, I have invented polka." Uh, that's gonna be a. That's uh, not going to hit. That's going to be a twenty. Twenty. Twenty does not hit. Yes. And I can only use that battle cry twice per battle. However, um, where I had another battle cry that I could use. I need to check something because I. I was pretty sure I had three battle cries. Is your turn Is your turnover? Uh, let me double check real quick because if oh there we go. Ah, battle cry. <laughs> 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 
So what is, what is the battle? Can't touch this. I gain plus one bonus to AC and PD. No, don't do that. Less than five seconds. Plus one bonus to AC and PD until the end of my next turn. And he takes five psychic damage. Is it still going? It's still going. All right, I'm moving around to its head. Doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but it's really pissed me off. I am going to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going crazed monkey form. Yay! Uh, he's seeing red. So that is four. Five, six, seven. It's not going to hit. Um, but on a miss, I can spend a key point uh, to still activate the cycle bonus. So I'm taking minus two to AC, but all jab, punch, and kick damage are exploding. Nice. So. Speaking of exploding, it's this guy's turn. He is not on fire anymore, and you are all tasty, tasty targets. Except for me and Shinar. Except for you and Sonara. And I just cannot get his special abilities to trigger. Thank yeah. God. Does a 19 hit your ACs? Yes. Yes. Yep, so 8 damage. It's going to try to take a step back. As it has, uh, so I'm trying to disengage. Which, oof, it does not. Yay! So is that three attacks of opportunity? No. It just does not disengage. It just does not disengage. Oh. It loses the move action. Oh, okay. If it had not chosen to roll, then we would have gotten the attacks of opportunity. Uh, correct. It is now top of the fifth round. The escalation die is now four. Ice shard seems to be doing pretty good, so I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with ice shards. I mean, roll with what works. I need more at-will spells. That die seems to be doing okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that die. Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans. Throw that die away. No. <laughs> so it is... 18 plus 4 is 21. Or wait, that's 5. So it'd be 20. 17 plus 5 is 22. Plus 4 is 26. Versus PD. That hits. Okay. 5 and 4 is 9 damage. Yep, we'll say Suna steps out, holds both hands up above her head, and just this gigantic shard of ice just comes crashing down on this thing's head, which kills it. It lets out one final just sigh. As it does, it begins to turn to stone, and it just kind of like... just from, from the middle outwards... Uh, its eyes, which were glowing this um, that orange color, likewise crystallize and actually turn into crystals and then fall out of its head. And Boink. suddenly the, the room yeah. is, is quiet again, except that it's not because this thing's roars are still echoing down the cave. Can I break one of its fangs off? Because fuck that guy. Yep. Yeah. You reach over and just both hands leverage it and it snaps off. Did you want both crystals? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm a basilisk fan now. You you have in your possession two crystallized basilisk eyes. Hey, uh, Shannara, do you need any basilisk thing for your ingredients? If it's fresh. I mean, seems to be. I mean, it's made out of stone. 
I don't know how uh, usable it is at that point. Yeah, no, if it's if it's not like actually Fang, it's not going to do anything for me. What about these? And I hold up, Galdrian holds up the eyes in front of his eyes. I mean, they're pretty, but I don't think anything uses powdered eyeball. Well, not that kind of eyeball. Not that kind of eyeball. We'll go ahead and wrap this episode here with these guys sort of recovering and, and looking around, having having picked up two gigantic fist-sized gemstone eyeballs. Forgot to plug it last time, but anybody's listening in wants to help us do some bigger and better things, you can find us on Patreon at uh, Average Adventuring Party. We're on Twitter, PayPal, uh, Gmail, in, anywhere that internet things are done, we're probably on there. Um, do you guys have anything? No? All right, well, that's all we got for this episode, so thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next time.